Okay. Welcome to Tech Entrepreneurs Nebraska. <clears throat> I'm Shauna Dorsey. This happens sometimes, Neil. So sorry. Just it's all we're going to roll with it. I'm Shauna Dorsey with the Nebraska Tech Collaborative, powered by the Exarban Foundation, here with Brian Poppy. I work at Mutual of Omaha. We're joined today by Neil McLeod. Neil, how are you? I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, we're real glad you're here. Uh, so chatting beforehand, learned a little bit about you. Shauna. So unprofessional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, I learned a little bit about you. Uh, you recently started a new company and launched. And so uh, Juan, tell us about that. And then we'll get into your background and go from there. Cool. Yeah, it's called Holdfast Product Enterprises. And I've been at it for about six months. I started in May and it's just really trying to get out there and help small to mid-sized businesses with kind of maturing their product processes. Mm. So uh, I came from Warner Enterprises and I led product there. I led product at Data Axle and I decided after 20 years of corporate America, I'd kind of branch out and see if I could help some some other businesses here in the area. Start your own corporate. Yeah, yeah make yeah. your own corporate America. I yeah, love it. Exactly. Love it. That's so how's it been going for the last six months? Nope, go ahead. Oh, sorry, no, Sean. Carry on. Carry right on. Yeah. You got it. Go it's ahead. just Neil and I right now. I, I know. We're, That's how it goes sometimes. Brian, he gets all into it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, you know, it takes a little hustle, right? So I, I had like this primary, secondary, tertiary list of people that I was going to get in touch with and over time, it just the momentum built. And so I've got a couple customers that I'm working with right now, which is great because yeah, I, I wasn't quite sure how that first six months was going to go. Mm -hmm. uh, but so far, so good. As long as they're paying you, I guess. that. Then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, how, that's yeah. a customer, right? Yeah. There is some compensation yes. happening. Yeah, good. That's Love important. it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I know. So there have been a couple of um, companies spun out of Warner, actually. So I'm thinking Moniva with uh, Marina Brown is great. one. Yeah, she was on the product team there with me. Yeah, awesome. Yep. Okay, so that's pretty cool. I just love to see the momentum here and people kind of, it's it takes some courage to do this, right? It's not just like, you know what? I'm just going to start a company and stop doing my other thing and nothing against corporate at all because I love it too. But tell us how you even made that decision. Yeah, so it was pretty interesting. They were kind enough at Warner to kind of surround me with some coaching. So I had a product coach and an executive coach and in my own personal life, decided to kind of pursue a, another coach that was going to kind of help me with results orientation. And, and my mom is actually uh, near end of life. So I had an end of life coach. And so I had all these coaches in my life for about a year. And that self-assessment, like thinking about what I wanted to do with the rest of my life kind of led me down the path of, you know, I'd like to do this. I'd like to coach people. I'd like to help other people. And and like I said, mature their product organization, but more than that, like mature their approach and make sure that I'm surrounding myself with really solid, good people. And mm -hmm. the beauty of it is that the people I have started working with and mostly their owners and C-level people, but they're so passionate about what they do and I get to interact with them on a daily basis. And so it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, that sounds amazing. And like five coaches at a time, I don't know. I don't know if I could handle all that feedback. Like, yeah, right, 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 right. I, I like to think I do okay, but like you got five people that are like, no, no, you can do this better. No, no, no you can do this better. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't really thinking about it at the time. I was kind of just in it and doing it. And so it didn't, I wasn't assessing, hey, look, I've got all these people around me helping me out. But mm -hmm. it was kind of just helping me progress and helping me get better at what I was doing and thinking about what I could do better going forward. So, um, you know, I look at it and it was somewhat sequential. Some of it overlapped. But, you know, it wasn't like five people at a time. 
having the conversation with me on a daily basis. (laughs) (laughs) Just like five people as you let go through your daily life judging you. Yeah. 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 Uh, That sounds rough. All right. Mm -hmm. So tell me about the two, you said you had a couple of customers already, like what types of things are you helping them do? Yeah, I'm actually working. So I'd prefer to work in Nebraska with Nebraska companies. I want to get that straight first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the first customer I worked, I'm working with was um, an in-home infusion company in Arizona. So it's a really cool problem to solve. They brought me in for my logistics background. I ended up journey mapping the whole thing that they do to try to understand why they were having problems in logistics. And then we identified some other areas that had opportunities for us to experiment with new technology. So that that part's really fun. I don't I don't know anything about in-home infusion, mm-hmm. so it's really been cool for a curious person to just learn a new industry. And I just in the parking lot was texting with one of the other guys that's an ag tech. Excuse me. It's an ag tech firm mm-hmm. and they do photosynthetic bacteria. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know anything about photosynthetic bacterial enzymes that help plant growth, but it's just so cool to be able to kind of work with these people. To They're very good and strong in the commercial space. They're coming down market a little bit to see if they can play well in the residential and consumer space. Mm-hmm. So we're going to put together a program for them, build some products for them. And then, mm-hmm. of course, there's a couple others that are in the logistics space that I'm working with as well that are vocal and yeah. trying to help them figure out how to find their market niche. Yeah, cool. Like, yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna start with the infusion <laughs> company because, like, I also know nothing about that. But like, I never would have thought that like going through the entire journey mapping <clears throat> would un- unveil like a logistics problem. I would have thought it would have just been like, well, clearly this is the thing you have to do to solve the logistics problem. You need, I don't know, more sh- mm-hmm. more shipments or fewer shipments. I don't know, whatever way you end up going, or like you need just a better transport company, whatever the thing is. Yeah. But you're like, no, no, I really need to understand the whole picture because mm-hmm. that may end up making very different decisions that are going to help you across the board. Like, yeah, so totally like in the pharmaceutical industry, it's really chain of custody is super important. So what they were experiencing was they were a consumer of like eventual pharmaceutical stuff. I appreciate that, that chain of custody is very important. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. So you can track it, but it is, you know, they were working with three couriers that had three different processes and that was what they thought the focus was, was, Hey, look, how do we get, better on-time deliveries to our patients. But as we dug in a little bit deeper, we, we understood that we needed to know what was happening upstream and when we could predict the orders being ready so we could set correct expectations with the nurses and the patients and triangulate that with the actual pharmaceuticals that were being delivered by the couriers. So it turned out to be more than just the courier issue and, and tra- track and trace and visibility. It turned out to be kind of upstream issues with being able to capture data at the right point in time and trigger a mechanism to say, here's the milestone progress Mm -hmm. as they're working through compounding the drug and prepping it for delivery. So yeah, it was kind of fascinating. Yeah, that's super fascinating. It is. And then I like to think too, that it's nice that it's kind of, it's product agnostic, right? It's really like you are able to solve a lot of problems for different types of industries, which is great. So any sort of supply chain issue can be. Yeah, and I think it's beyond supply chain. They had right. me come back and do like a facility experience mm-hmm. experiment just because of like understanding design thinking. Mm-hmm. So we did kind of a workflow exercise to see what technology would Im- or could improve as they're moving into a bigger physical location. What technology could we apply to improve communication upstream in the process? So 
you know, touchless, uh, there's a technology called Vocera. It's just a touchless uh, mechanism for doing verbal communication, voice communication from a clean room, which is where you have to get all gowned mm-hmm. up and mix the drugs and the people that are in the prep room or in the office. So huh. that's kind of a, that was kind of a fun way to figure out how, like, how are we going to solve these problems inside of a warehouse or a pharmaceutical location that I had never been exposed to, but I just mm-hmm. used some of those principles that yeah. you talked about of just thinking through the entire problem set as a product person mm-hmm. to help apply them and kind of work with some folks to map out a better way to process all of that. Okay, I have one more question. Actually, I have like 20 more, but we have a minute left. So my one question is when I'm thinking about um, emerging talent, so interns, yeah, and how they might be like, is this a, a path for me, a career path? I say yes. It seems like you can apply a lot of this like process improvement design thinking, like kind of lean is where it's taken me in my mind. But would you, what do you think? Yeah. For a so, career so path? I, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's for me, cause I, I actually ran a small business in my uh, late twenties. So that was sort of my step into what I didn't realize was product in a in a company, in an organization. And when I moved into corporate America, it took me a while to kind of figure out that that was it. That's soup to nuts. You got to figure out how to mm-hmm. invent or ideate and then figure out how to solve the problem you uncover and go to market with a solution that's effective, learn, pivot. So there's lots mm-hmm. of pieces and parts that are just like running your own business. So mm. I definitely think it's it's something that I wish they had more of an academic curriculum to follow, mm-hmm. but for sure, for people that have that mindset, it's a perfect career path. Mm. Well, Neil, this has been a great conversation, but unfortunately we are out of time. Yes. Uh, so thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you guys. <laughs> it's been awesome. So thank nice. you. Appreciate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listeners, thanks for listening.